there's some players on this Oregon team that have some NBA aspirations for that. We bring in Jonathan Giovanni from Draft Express. Jonathan, welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks for having me. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Pretty good basketball weekend for the Pacific Northwest. The Blazers seem to have turned it around. Oregon's in the Sweet 16. So not too bad up here. No, definitely. I'm looking forward to uh, coming up for the uh, for the Nike Hoop Summit uh, in a couple of weeks. Really looking forward to that. So, Jonathan, uh, let, let's dive right into this. And I want to talk about uh, Dylan Brooks right off the bat. He's, uh, I think he's one of the best scores in, in the NCAA. And, and, and you look at what he's been able to do, not just in the tournament, but uh, for his entire career at Oregon. When you look to project him as an NBA prospect, um, do you see him as potentially moving into the first round? And what can he do between now and the draft to maybe up his stock? I think he's right there. He's right on the cusp. Whether he, he, he ends up in the first round or not is really going to depend on how many of these underclassmen decide to put their name in. That could really sway things um, you know, many different ways. It could push him down five to ten spots, can move him up. You know, we just don't know what the draft is going to look like yet at this stage. And what he can do to help himself is what he's been doing all season, which is just win games. Um, you know, be aggressive, be assertive, show NBA scouts your toughness uh, and, and show them that you're a clutch player, a guy that can come in and, and impact the game right away. I don't think we saw the best of him this weekend. Definitely not yesterday against Rhode Island. I think Oregon was lucky, was lucky to advance out of that game. But uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup with Michigan because they have some very interesting big guys who are um, very versatile, are capable of stepping away from the rim um, and making threes. DJ Wilson in particular is a very tough matchup for someone like Brooks. He's only 6'6", doesn't have great length. You know, um, a good athlete, not a great one. It's going to be a very interesting matchup for NBA scouts to follow. Jonathan Gavoni, our guest, uh, NBA draft expert, draftexpress.com. We talked Dylan Brooks. You talked about that Duck-Michigan Wolverine matchup. And a, a guy that I am now calling Mr. March, Tyler Dorsey. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking at a list here, top 60 prospects. I don't see Tyler Dorsey on here. Do you think he's an NBA pl player or maybe somebody that you could see prospering overseas or a developmental project? Well, he's only a sophomore, and I think at this point he's on the fringe of the NBA. He doesn't, he, he doesn't really stand out from a physical standpoint. I think that if you look at you know, the crop of guards that you find in college basketball, in the D-League, in Europe, it's not hard to find guys who are – 6'3", six, 6'4", six, you know, have an average frame, not a lot of length, average athleticism. You know, he's a gamer, as we saw this past weekend. I mean, he, you know, put up, you know, 50, 55 points in those two games. Uh, but I don't necessarily see what separates him from the, from the crop, um, just in terms of his passing ability, his defense, um, you know, his ability to create for others. Um, that's a tough position to make the NBA out of, and you really have to be exceptional in one area, and I haven't really seen what makes him stand out for the pack at this point. Would it probably be in his best interest to maybe stay for a junior year and come back? 
I mean, that's an individual decision. That's a personal decision that he's going to have to make with his family. It's really going to come down to, you know, how much he likes college, um, you know, how much room he feels he has for growth still. I mean, he's a guy who's um, sitting on a, a Greek passport, which is very valuable. If he decided that he wanted to use that and go play a season in Europe like, you know, like Nick Calasis did a few years ago from Florida, was drafted in the second round, you know, came back to the NBA later on, that's going to be an option for him. So I think he's in a phenomenal situation in Oregon. Uh, he should be in no rush whatsoever. Uh, you know, Dan Altman is one of the best coaches in college basketball, and he's helped him improve quite a bit. And I think, um, you know, he's going to continue to improve. So that's going to be an interesting decision he has in front of him. Jonathan Gavoni, DraftExpress.com, joining us, talking uh, talking in NBA draft, looking ahead. And, and one of the, the last players uh, I want to talk about from Oregon, and that's that's Jordan Bell. And, I mean, you, you look at a guy that just he looks like an NBA player because he's just so, so physically imposing, but obviously I think his skill set needs some work. That's as GM as I'm going to get with you, Jonathan, uh, in terms of breaking guys down. But when you look at a guy like Jordan Bell, what do you see in terms of, a draft prospect and heading into the league. We have him solidly in the second round right now. I think he's helped himself probably as much as anybody at Oregon this year, really taking a huge step forward um, in terms of his offensive game, um, in terms of his decision-making, his basketball IQ has really improved. And I mean, he's, he's such a game changer on defense. He can um, guard multiple positions. He's a, an absolute freak athlete, one of the best athletes we have in, in the NCAA. Um, I've really enjoyed watching him. I think he's a guy that can play in the NBA, can come off the bench and, and help someone with his energy and his versatility. I mean, I remember watching him at the Nike Academy this past weekend, uh, sorry, this past summer, going up against NBA players. He was guarding point guards legitimately. He would step back to the three-point line, sit down in a stance, and, and stay in front of some of the elite point guards in college basketball. That's how versatile of a defender he is. So I could absolutely see someone falling in love with him, drafting him in the second round, and, and making a team and potentially sticking long-term. Jonathan, one more player in regards to duck basketball. Chris Boucher, obviously he's out with an injury. Is that going to hurt his draft stock? Where do you see him going? You know, he was he was on the fringe of being drafted even before he got injured. So obviously having to sit out you know, nine to 12 months is not going to help him. Um, I think that the NBA expanding their rosters this year, you know, the advent of the two-way contract, which now allows you to have a 16th and a 17th player on your roster is going to help him a lot because I do think a team is going to give him one of those spots, you know, let him rehab, um, you know, bring him along slowly, use the D league and, um, you know, hopefully work on his body because we haven't seen significant improvement in that regard. And he's going to have to really continue to add weight. Um, he was not in the midst of a great season. Let's be honest with each other. So I, I don't think, I do think he's on the outside looking in at this point. We're talking with Jonathan Gavoni, DraftExpress.com. And uh, since we've got you on the line, Jonathan, let's talk uh, a little bit about the Blazers in a unique situation with the three first-round draft picks. Now, obviously, a lot can change between now and draft day, but uh, here's what I'm hoping doesn't happen because I'm looking at, at your mock draft right here in front of me, Jonathan, and you've got two guys that whose names I can't even attempt to pronounce <laughs> possibly coming up here to Portland. I don't want to have to be practicing 
practicing how to say these guys' names. So, uh, <laughs> Frank Nikilna. Nik- exactly. See, yeah. we've already stumbled all over the all over it. But uh, uh, French point guard and uh, <laughs> and Rodonis Kurskis. I, I think I'm probably butchering that as well. Uh, do you see the Blazers going international and in they're with two of their three first round picks? The Trailblazers have one of the best front offices in the NBA. They're going to leave no stone unturned, whether it's here in the States, um, anywhere around the globe. You know, I guarantee you that the folks in Milwaukee, they figured out how to pronounce Adetokounmpo. The guys in New York figured out how to pronounce Porzingis. The guys in Denver <laughs> figured out how to pronounce Jokic. So if, those, if they can find a guy of that caliber, I guarantee you you'll be you'll, – you'll be, that those names would be flying off the tip of your tongue with no problem at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Jonathan Gavoni, draftexpress.com. Jonathan, really appreciate the time, and uh, maybe we'll get you back on the show right before the draft when everything shakes out. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime.